Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Well, yesterday was um, a really amazing day for me. I was Sunday night late. I left and went down to a uh, place in Columbus, uh, east of Columbus called Damascus, the Catholic Youth Summer Camp. I'd never been there before, but about maybe 10 or more priests in the diocese go down there to help out to do ministry. And it's become such a powerful place of ministry for particularly middle schoolers, but also high schoolers that uh, they're starting satellite campuses all over the country. And I got to be with all the missionaries uh, and hear their confessions, offer mass for them, and then do some praise and worship with them. And uh, it's a bunch of cop- or people in their early 20s, basically, just really alive and on fire with the Holy Spirit. And uh, hardworking, and they pray hard, and they just have a heart for really what the church needs to become if the church is going to have any vitality and I don't see this to point fingers, but so I'll look down, so that your kids and grandkids actually care about Jesus, okay? Um, the church as it was uh, cannot exist if you want your kids and grandkids to meet Jesus. It has to change. And so just very gently, that means sacrifices will be involved, just so you know, going forward. But that will be done, hopefully, with a lot of gentleness and love and excitement and guidance by God. So that was the beginning of yesterday. Then I hopped in my car from Columbus and I drove to Steubenville, all right, uh, because I like spending all the money on gas. <laughs> so I get to Steubenville and I was down there because um, a guy by the name of Dr. Jordan Peterson uh, was giving a lecture at Franciscan University. If you don't know him, he's probably uh, the most, one of the most searched people on YouTube. He's a clinical psychologist from Canada who got to be most well known by uh, uh, speaking up against the Canadian laws, forcing people to call people by certain pronouns. And he said, as a clinical psychologist, this is just not what I'm going to do. I don't want to be forced by my government to do that. If I choose to do that with a client, I want to choose to do it. A government shouldn't force my freedoms. That's how he got to be well known. Since then, he's gone all over the world uh, from Oxford to you name it, speaking, talking on podcasts, lecture series, in particular in the last several years, on religion. So he was down there speaking, and uh, I actually, as circumstance would have it, I got to meet him and talk with him. And uh, the gentleman who was running the event, you always know a guy, right? So the gentleman knowing the event, his wife is good friends with my best friend, followed the connection. So they brought me right up to the front of the line, so I got to meet him, and they introduced me, by the way. They said, Dr. Peterson, this is a prestigious priest named Father Ryan Mann. I'm like, this is a little backward. So I was so dumbfounded by the dumb introduction, I didn't know what to say. So I had my five minutes of glory, five seconds of glory sounding like I was stuttering. But all of this to say, Dr. Peterson then gave a lecture yesterday for an hour long, and then a question and answer for about 45 minutes. And he spoke, without knowing it, on this text that we heard in our first reading about the serpents, the snakes in the desert. And what he says is, is it's pretty remarkable that what God prescribes to heal the people who are dying from poison after being bitten by snakes, he doesn't just get rid of them. What he prescribes is that they look at the one on the staff that Moses will put in bronze and put on the staff. 
And he says, from a clinical psychologist's perspective, he goes, this is actually what every good psychologist does. It's called exposure therapy. The goal is to get you to actually face your fears. And he says, and what happens is you don't become less afraid, you become more brave. So there's more of you awakens. You become more than you were. And in that new life, you're able to grow and heal. And so he went on to talk about the power of facing the biggest things that afraid that scare you, to actually look at them head on to grow. And there's something really beautiful about it. But I think also the part that he doesn't get because he's not yet a man of faith, which we would add to that, is that what God actually prescribed was that Moses would kill a snake, put him in bronze, and then put it on the staff. And so what they're really looking at is they're looking at their fears with the staff of Moses, which is to say God is asking them to face their fears not alone, but with, his, with God's power, the Lord's love, the Lord's fidelity. So they're asking, he's asking them to face their fears, not by themselves, where they will get overwhelmed and they'll be reminded of ways that they failed in the fast and get discouraged, but rather not to see it with their own past, but to see it with God. Look at your fears. Look at your brokenness with the Lord's power, with how he's helped you in the past, how he's helped Israel and Christians and saints. And then you're looking at it with hope. Then you automatically have a, quote-unquote, higher power, right, to be with you in the struggle. This is where courage is born from. This is where new life comes from. And this is why Jesus will say, I must be lifted up like the serpents in the desert. To say, look, the God you worship is with you in your fears. He's with you in your struggles to grow and become more. He's not just at the finish line. He's Emmanuel, God with us all the way through. And when that becomes the awareness the struggles, the fears get transformed from the inside out. And so as we're rounding third and heading home this Lent, my question is, what are you afraid of in your life? Maybe it's just actually death. The idea of it just, I, I can't, I don't want it, this is just the worst. All right. It's probably time to say, Jesus, would you be with me as I talk to you about my fears of death? Maybe it's something from your past coming back on you. Right? Time to face these things because clinical studies have shown, the scriptures show, the saints show that when we face them with Jesus, we don't shrink and get destroyed. We actually grow and get transformed. And that new life is what the world needs. Men and women who are brave, men and women who know the truth of God, and men and women who know how to suffer with hope, peace, and even joy.